0: Welcome. Uh, We are here with Saida White. Uh, She's 20 years old and she's a junior at Bowie State University studying psychology. Uh, Saida, she has a daughter, Reagan. She's four years old and this is uh, your second year at Generation Hope. About two years, right? Yes. (laughs) Um, And uh, just completed the first year of the Next Generation Academy, which is a new program preparing um, scholars' kiddos to become uh, kindergarten rock stars. Yes. Um, so uh, welcome Saina. I'm so glad that you're here. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk a little bit about your story and Generation Hope. Thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, so let's get right in. Um, wanting to see what your life was like growing up. Um,
1: growing up Life is pretty smooth. It was easy. Um, my family traveled a lot. My dad is mm-hmm. from Massachusetts. Um, my mom is from this area, okay. but her father lives in North Carolina. So we usually travel between North Carolina and Massachusetts mm-hmm. so I can see my other family. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of fun. I'm yeah. trying to incorporate that in my life now, traveling. And yeah. I want my daughter to be able to do the same thing and go see new places.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's... um so helpful too i think when you have that opportunity of seeing different places that was the same for me growing up and it's something that really opened my eyes to different experiences so i thought yes, this is something that I want for the future. Yes. Um, so that's really nice. The question is, what do you like better, Massachusetts or North Carolina?
1: Massachusetts, definitely. <laughs> I'm, I'm a city girl. I can't. And then it's the part of North Carolina that my family lives in. They live in Lumberton okay. up there.
0: You're sticking with the M's. Yes.
1: <laughs> Massachusetts and Maryland.
0: Very nice. Um, so uh, you kind of talked about having that easiness to your life growing up um so what was it like uh when you find out that you were going to be a parent well
1: of course it wasn't that easy because mm-hmm. um, I was 15 turning 16 when Reagan was born um she was born after I turned 16 um it was kind of confusing I kind of felt lost Mm -hmm. Because you know how when you're growing up thinking about college, you think you're going to go the farthest place as possible away from home. So I was just saying I was just going to go to University of Tampa. Mm -hmm. You know, can't take a baby all the way to Florida (laughs) away from my family when I don't know anybody in Florida. So I kind of felt lost, and I just didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know what was going to be in store for my future. I just... Mm -hmm. just didn't know. I didn't feel like I was going to be able to do anything after that.
0: Right. Um, So what changed your mind uh, that kind of gave you that hope again to be able to continue going to college?
1: Well, first it was like how competitive I am. Like me and my friends, we always have like this competition, like who can get the better grades and stuff. Like we would just drive each other through competition. Mm -hmm. So um, what pushed me was that I knew that I needed to get that education, Mm -hmm. and, like, my friends, when I saw, like, how supportive my friends were, you know, how happy they were to, like, meet Reagan and see her, Mm -hmm. you know, I felt like, okay, I can definitely do this. I can't go anywhere far, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, I don't need to go to an expensive school. I started at PG Community College, and I got my first year paid for, okay, and then I found Generation Hope in my second year, so i knew i didn't need to you know go to a fancy school yeah no
0: yeah that's uh, true that sometimes <laughs> you kind of have like this plan of how things will look like um and plans don't always work out that way um and, at all <laughs> <laughs> um but i liked what you said where it's not it wasn't like this doesn't you know even though you felt lost um there was that support That was able to kind of show the light again of saying, this is changing the plans a little bit, but that doesn't mean that I can't do this. I'm still capable, that it's still worth it, and and even maybe more worth it to say, now I have my child, and this will open so many opportunities for her as well. So then what led you, you said your first year, um, you were kind of on your own. Um, Mm -hmm. How did you come across Generation Hope? Um, in my first year
1: at Prince George's Community College, I was a part of their um, Leadership and Excellence group. That's what mm-hmm. my scholarship was for. Um, because in high school, I was in a lot of like uh, volunteering, um, and I had a really good grades. So after my first year, when my scholarship was ending, one of the recruiters in the office, um, I think Nicole or Jamila, had sent mm-hmm. her the email saying they were you know. Um, looking for some scholars to apply. And I think um, Angel, she was the recruiter in the office, she emailed it to me. And um, I was kind of like, oh my God. Like, Cause it was kind of last minute when she sent it to me and it was like right before spring break that the deadline was due. Oh, wow. So I was like trying, I was panicking and then I just got my application in, and I was just like, oh yeah, this is perfect. This is the perfect scholarship program for me. So I applied, you know, you know, most, most scholarship programs, they go by income-based because I still live with my parents. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my parents make too much money for me to get FAFSA at the time, so I was thinking probably not even going to get it mm-hmm. because, you know, a lot of scholarships are income-based. I just applied anyway,
0: and I got accepted. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, and I I think that's what's so unique of Generation Hope, that there is that financial aid, but, um... It's also really investing in you and right. in your future. Um, it's because of that, they're also expanding to other areas and helping you emotionally. Um, hope Coaches just being by your side. And now with Next Generation Academy, also investing in your child, and yes. their education, their future. Um, so <coughs> what um, talking about Next Generation Academy, mm-hmm. what led you to want to join that uh, program? Before um, NextGen
1: started, Courtney was my um, hope coach. Now, Sophie is my hope coach because she's the hope coach of the parents right. in the NextGen program. Um, so, she told me about it, and I had looked, and um, there's a certain age range. Um, I think it stops at five, yeah. and at the time, Reagan was three turning four. So, I was thinking, oh, this is a perfect program for her to be in, um, you know, they give us resources Um, For reading, we do a lot of activities. Um, So just reading them what Next Gen was going to be about and what we would be doing, I really thought that would be something that could be fun for Reagan, especially because she loves learning. Mm -hmm. So I know that would be something fun that she wanted to do.
0: Yeah, wonderful. And I think that's what I've enjoyed so much of seeing of Next Gen, especially in the family dinners, that it starts building this community uh, for the kids where there is, um, you know, like you said, Sophie. Um, would come in and would do these interventions for social and emotional learning. Um, but then you kind of seeing also how your child is right. developing, and um, not, and it's hard, right? Because you're at the same time, you're learning, yeah. you're also a student. So um, I imagine that's uh, such a unique experience of getting to see your child. It definitely
1: that. is. The family dinners are my favorite part of the Next Gen because it's like, I really get to go out and, like, actually have a meal with my friends mm-hmm. because I'm so busy and they're so busy. So I know me taking the time off to go to next-gen dinner is definitely worth it because of the people in my group. Like, they're really awesome people. And, like, just being able to talk to them, like, being able to talk to people that understand, like, just being able to let out, you know, complain <laughs> and just talk about what you're going through because, you know, not everybody understands yeah. working being a parent and going to school all at the same time, you know, all these transitions. So it's, it's like a, a release.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, um, kind of like what you mentioned earlier too, that you had, your friends were so supportive and they were happy for you. Um, and it's so nice that you were able to have that support from your friends and your family at the time. Um, but then Generation Hope kind of opening the door right. to a different kind of support of, of people that know the everyday of saying, exactly. like, I understand you at a different level because right. I'm doing all those things, working, parenting, studying. Exactly. Um, so how has uh, NextGen impacted you and your uh, childhood development? Um, So, before Next Gen,
1: I wasn't really that good with, like, thinking about activities for me and Reagan to do. Mm -hmm. So, like, with the help of Sophie and Next Gen, like, we go out more. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I'm able to find the time to go plan a trip, you know, to the museum. Or I haven't gone to the zoo yet, but that's something I would like to take her to do. Like, it's just giving me more ideas and opportunities to actually go places with Reagan. So she won't be like cooped up in the house all day, yeah, of and course. also um, like um, the activities we do. Like one of them was like um, we had to read a book, and then Reagan had to basically draw the parts of the book herself. So it's like it's really helped with um, like her cognition and mm-hmm. like her memory development and. Just recognizing like shapes, numbers, her name, stuff like that. Like stuff she's learned in school, but like it's an extra reinforcer for her.
0: Yeah, of course. It kind of, um, the same goes that it seems like this has opened the opportunity for you to share that love of traveling, that right. same experience of learning, but having her along with you. Right. Um, so taking this little trip, like you mentioned. Um, so how have you seen your relationship with her uh, be impacted? um
1: it sounds a little better as far as like um play because i usually don't really have the time to play Mm because i'm always at work and if i'm not at work i'm at school
0: yeah um
1: so like doing these activities with sophie like blocking off an hour of our um home visits it it really helps
0: yeah and sometimes that's that's kind of what you need because you're so overwhelmed (laughs) by things and having someone that's a little bit more objective can be like okay like yes there is this time here um we can kind of like i don't know it's like that objective perspective right. of where you can find the time and that they can also keep you accountable exactly and guide you in it right because yeah you don't have to come up with the activities to do with her but there's someone that is gonna can outline for you exactly there's this activity and so um it's so helpful to have that objective perspective and that guidance on on how to develop that relationship instead of you having to like do all the research of like okay like books
1: it's so hard especially keeping like four year -year four-year-olds occupied (laughs) you don't want to pick the wrong thing and they just get bored they're like "Eh, okay bye yeah i don't want to do this anymore
0: yeah yeah and yeah, you definitely have to have the skills and, and the energy, like you mentioned, um, to not just to play with her and to keep her entertained, but at the same time, give her something of substance. Exactly. And for you too, seeing, you know, what do I recognize of my child? Like, how do I, um, what am I noticing of her? Like, not just something where you both are at school or, and then like, you don't actually get to interact. Right. Um, so how has Generation Hope also with the scholar program mm-hmm. um, help you get where you are now? Um, That's a good question. So
1: I guess it's just like just support. Like that's just the biggest, like mm-hmm. the biggest thing is the support because like there's been times where like I would call like sophie and courtney i'll just be like crying or i would just be so mad and upset mm-hmm. because i just didn't think i could do something like whether it was a paper or it was just like something going on at the time it was just like oh my god i want to quit i want to give up yeah i don't want to talk to anybody i just want everybody to leave me alone and they were always like oh my god you're so awesome you know you can do it you know, it's just, like, without those two and, like, everybody else, it would just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I would have dropped out of school, but I definitely don't think I would have, like, tried as hard. Like, I don't know. I probably would have, like, low self-esteem mm-hmm. because, like, they're, they are really awesome. Like, they really yeah. keep me, like, confident. Like, they tell me all the time that I'm awesome. And it's just, it makes me feel good. about myself and it makes me feel good about the things I do and it makes me want to work hard and want to keep going on my path and they just they're really helpful and then the fact that they like bring everybody together like they're the glue like they um they're just really good scholarship coaches I really appreciate them
0: yeah
1: and I just I love them so much
0: yeah absolutely and then like
1: everybody else like the other scholars too like everyone is just so helpful everybody is just so nice like we all care about each other we're Mm -hmm. like a a big family like Mm -hmm. you know we see each other outside the generation hope like i've talked to a few scholars like almost every day you know we check in on each other Mm -hmm. you know it's It really is a family. Like, I know a lot of places say, oh, yeah, we're a family generation. Hope really is a
0: family. It really is, yeah. Yeah, because that's the main main goal, right? The family is a future, and both a family uh, biologically of you guys and your kiddos, but also this uh, family that you're choosing to be a part of and that you're working to be a part of. Um, And I agree with you 100%. I mean, all the Hope coaches, they're um, just so positive. And I think what's so great is that they're walking with you every single step. Right. right. They're they're guiding you, they're kind of that objective voice to say like, let me remind you why you're doing this. And right. Why you are so capable of this. And not just to say you can do this and like you will be able to get that degree, but to say, you can enjoy this. Like <laughs> you right. are this is for you and for your child. So this is not something that's like, I'm just gonna suffer through it, you know, check the box and then move right. on. Miserably, but rather to say, absorb this, embrace this because you are so strong that you've chosen to work hard every day and that it's going to stick with you. And, and the lesson that that will be for As your I child,
1: it'll all be worth it for everybody.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, tell me a little bit about um, you know, you're studying psychology. Mm-hmm. So, what made you want to go into that? Where are you looking forward now? Um, Um,
1: So I wanted to do psychology Like I think in middle school is when I thought about doing psychology Mm -hmm. I can't really remember Why I guess because I watch a lot of TV (laughs) (laughs) Um Probably I think it was probably because watching Law and Order you know like um, Dr. Wong I think that's the character on the show I don't know if he is if his character Is a psychologist or not But like just watching that show just made me want to be A psychologist Um, I was thinking about sports psychology at first Mm -hmm. And then, um, in high school, I did take a psychology class, and then, um, when I started my major in college, I was thinking about, um, after joining Generation Hope, I was thinking more about actually having my own nonprofit like mm-hmm. Generation Hope, and also becoming a school psychologist, specifically in high schools, so I can, you know, um be a counselor or school psychologist Mm -hmm. especially for you know teen parents because I feel like that's where like kind of starts like in the schools like just having somebody there in the school that knows like what you're going through like what you've Mm -hmm. been through like being able to actually have an impact on the students I think that would help. Mm-hmm. And, like, not only having an impact on teen parents, but, like, students in high school in general. Yeah. Being able to um, let them know, like, at least I care about you, you know. Of if anybody in this building cares about you, you should know I'm one of those people.
0: Yeah.
1: And now um, I'm kind of leaning back towards sports psychology mm-hmm. because um in the fall I'll be taking a sports psychology class. So after that class I'll... It might determine whether or not I want to do sports psychology or school psychology, but yeah. I definitely want to have my own nonprofit. That's gonna, that's <laughs> that definitely gonna plan. happen. That's on the yeah. plan. But sports psychology or school psychology, yeah. I'm leaning back and forth now. Now I'm kind of undecided because at yeah. first I was, I knew what the plan was for a long time, but you know, yeah. like you said, plans don't always
0: stay the same. Yeah, but what always stays the same and the most important part of it is your, your ambition, your belief in yourself, you, like, your constant openness to learning of, okay, this didn't work, and, and adaptability, right? right. Um, to be able to uh, really go for those dreams, and I have no doubt that you will be able to accomplish them. Thank um, you. So, that's so great, and, and I love what you said about, um, you know, being with students and saying like, someone sees you right. and someone cares for you and someone believes in you. Right. And I think that can, like, I, I don't doubt that people are out there, but I feel like sometimes we're not really hearing that. And right. And high school is already a difficult time. Exactly. And then and that's, to, your plans yeah. to have changed um, suddenly is to say, like, I feel lost, but someone saying, like, I see that you're feeling this way. Let me show you what your options are, your, the, so many paths that you can still achieve what you wanted to. Right. Um, and it will be even, even more enriched now because you have a child that loves you unconditionally that will follow you and admire you and, and get to share those things with her. Right. Um,
1: Cause I feel like, you know, most of the time people just see teen parents like, okay, well they have a child now so they can't go to school or they can't do this, like you know, it's always everybody telling us what we can't do and what we have to do. And it's just like, no, don't tell me what to do. Yeah, I know what I can and can't <laughs> do. And right now I can do whatever I want. So there's nothing I can't do. Like, that's just, that's my mindset. That became my mindset is that nobody's going to tell me what I can and can't do. Like, mm-hmm. I know what I can do and I can do everything. I yeah. just can't do it in a specific order or a specific time or whatever. But
0: mm-hmm. I
1: still have the same capability and opportunity to do whatever as anybody else of
0: course and
1: you know i like whatever i like, I like that confidence
0: <laughs> that sass <laughs> all
1: right don't uh, let people tell you what you can and can't do you can do it whatever you want there's always uh, at least three other ways uh, to do it yeah there's always a way around I it that.
0: so how did you cultivate that mindset you. um
1: I don't know. I guess just over the years, like, just going through certain obstacles, like, number one, of, of course, finishing high school. I mean, I knew I was going to finish high school, but I didn't. You know, after you have a kid in high school, like, you know how you hear people, like, that were straight-A students, they have a kid in high school, and, they're, like, now they got, like, C's and D's or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, I still managed to, like, still get A's and B's. Like, I would get 4.0s and 4.3s in some semesters And wow. like, my 12th grade year and, like... Um, my cumulative end in high school was a like 3.6, and then, like, mm-hmm. um, when I went to PG Community College for those two years, like, I was, I only had two Bs in my transcript. I had wow. a 3.8, and, like, now, at my, after my first um, semester at Bowie, I started in the spring. Yeah, I started in the spring. Um, I got a 4.0. Um, I managed to get my associate's degree from PG it's just like you know I know I can do it's just like because I'm so smart and like my passion for helping others just is like okay no we are gonna get through this together and like seeing everything that I've accomplished I just know like okay I know I can get through whatever obstacles Yeah. and then like other people tell me you know you can do it like other people tell me they believe in me it really makes me feel good so I also like brought that a part of my mindset like okay so these people the important people are telling me I can do this I know for sure I can do it
0: yeah yeah and I think those are the two most important components right is saying like someone that's there walking through the hardest moments that's right. seeing like you no know, remember you know you are able to do this and that they're not they're not saying it just to say it right, right. they know it but it's one thing for people to say that to you, and there's another thing for you to believe it. Exactly. And then that's the strength in you, because it's it would be so easy for you to say, like, no, like, I mean, thank you, that's a nice thing for you to say it, but I don't believe it, I don't. And, and I see that, like, that recognition of your intelligence, of your drive, uh, of your capability, it's, it's difficult to cultivate that. And it, and it does take a, a humility. I think people would say it would be the other way around. But it takes humility to say, like, this is something that was gifted to me, and I'm going to put it to use, in good use. Um, so I commend you for that because it's, you. Uh, it's a very important inner strength for you to be able to receive that uh, empowerment right. and for you to really internalize it. And I want to be an
1: example for other people. Like, all my friends tell me, like, you know, most of my... I have, like, maybe, like, three friends with kids. Like, all my other friends without kids, like, they just tell me, like, I don't know how you can do it. Like, you know, like, I inspire a lot of my friends, which I didn't really know. Mm -hmm. And, like, it makes me feel... I don't know. It just makes me feel really good, like, showing that... Like, people telling me that I inspire them. And... The fact that, like, yeah, like, just knowing that my story inspires people is one of the reasons why it's just like, no, I'm going to do this because mm-hmm. there are people watching me that, you know, look up to me. You yeah. know, one of those people specifically being my daughter, but, like, my friends and my family as well, just seeing everything, you know, mm-hmm. me inspiring them is one of the reasons why I, I try so hard because I don't want to let people down. And I want other people to know, oh, yeah, she did it so I, know I can do it
0: yeah absolutely um that's amazing and you are a hundred percent so inspiring <laughs> um so and you kind of touched into this um but you know what is the your driving force to be the best version of yourself uh, as an individual and as a mother um
1: Reagan for the most part is Reagan because I know like you know if I don't have a good and successful life. She won't either because she's, like, we're holding hands while we're both going through this. Like, while I'm going to school and going to work, you know, she's right there. You know, she's going to school as well. And, you know, Mm. I need to do it so she can have a good life. And it's basically just her. Yeah. Her and all the other teen parents. Yeah. Because I... Like I said, I want to be a, a good example for another teen parent. I want to be able to tell them, like, don't listen to all the negativity, mm-hmm. the stigma. Just don't listen to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Those people don't matter.
0: Yeah.
1: that negativity doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so with all of this in mind as well, uh, you know, you talked about what you would say to teen parents, which I think it's so comforting for them as they hear this especially if they're the ones feeling lost to, right. to hear that empowering voice and to see your example um so what would you want people to know in general about you and your experiences
1: um I mean some of them I mean I don't want to say like it was easy because some of my experience were like pretty easy um mm-hmm. and then like some were hard like like, my time management is, like, one of the one of the things that I'm trying to, like, get together. Because mm-hmm. I don't have the best time management at the moment because I'm at work and going to school and, like, trying to just fit everything into my life. Like, mm-hmm. I have to, like, everything needs to be planned. Like, if it's not planned, if it's not written down, I can't do it. So, like, time management is going to be one of those things that, you know, people are going to, have a hard time with especially if you're a teen parent Mm -hmm. because you have to find the time to you know grow up and then you have to find the time to help your kids grow up and you have to find the time to work go to school you know Mm -hmm. entertain yourself entertain your kids you know have other relationships whether they're intimate relationships or friendships like making friends and stuff Mm -hmm. it's kind of you know difficult because you're like oh I don't have time to do this because I have to go home and I have to take care of my child or children you know um so my time management is one of the things that's kind of like set me back but having a planner really helped me yeah um so I at least know okay I have this day off I have this time frame that I can do this Mm -hmm. so that's really helped me um getting a planner so I can be able to just plan my time accordingly um and I think that's
0: that's what Generation Hope does right they're helping you in so many different ways helping you financially uh, emotionally to you um, right. you know academically um, and they're giving you those practical um, tips and steps on how to confront some things such as time right. management
1: and um, that's what says Generation Hope a part of under scholarship programs because it's not like okay yep here's the money to go to school get a 3.0 2.5 here's your money yeah. next year you know they actually understand like they're willing to help us like if I grade slip they're willing to help they offer you know um psychological counseling mm-hmm. tutoring you know yeah like career fairs all of that it's not just okay yeah. go to school get a good grade like they understand if I don't go to get, get a good grade they'll understand yeah. why and they'll help me yeah get yeah, yeah. that you know stability they'll help me make sure I do good to school
0: yeah they're really good at connecting you to those resources like walking with you right. to that bridge but then also showing you how do you cross the bridge exactly. right how do you take those resources and actually use them um so I agree 100 percent. and I think that just comes from their values and their um their desire to help you and your child and, and realize just how valuable and how worth it you guys are. So I'm so glad that um, you found Generation Hope. I'm so glad that they've um, just the impact that they're having in your life and, and all the other scholars' life. And thank you so much again for sharing your story. Thank you. I'm so excited for you and your future uh, and to hear how everything kind of comes comes together for you and Reagan. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning into this podcast and hearing what our scholars have to say. There are so many ways of connecting with Generation Hope's mission, so please consider getting involved. There are many ways to do so, including applying if you're a team parent, as well as volunteering, becoming a mentor, tutoring, or donating to the organization. For more information, you can contact Michelle Avellino at michelle at supportgenerationhope.org or at the phone number 202-656-656. 9539.